Wild baby. Wild baby. Wild baby? Wild baby. Welcome back to another episode of Wild Baby. We're your hosts, Maddie Wong and Jay Bouquet, Colorado-based portrait photographers sharing our personal perspectives and journeys through societal expectations on beauty. Wild Baby is here to provide people of color, gender identity, and sexual expression, a safe community that will allow everyone to grow, learn, and heal. Disclaimer, we are not licensed therapists, sexologists, or claiming that we know everything. We are just a community who wants to have interesting conversations that will hopefully allow us to heal. Welcome back, Wild Babies. We're really excited to bring whatever we have going on today. I think Maddie and I kind of decided to a little riff it and hope things are going to go well. But we have our main topic. Yes, we do. And our topic is confidence through the lens part two. We realized that we didn't really discuss on the last one who we are as photographers and how we kind of show up as photographers Mm -hmm. and give like a better idea of how we communicate with our models and what we are experiencing on our side of the lens. Mm -hmm. A lot of our models and they kind of want to know like, what are we supposed to be looking out for? Like, how are we supposed to indicate photographers body language um, to know that we're doing well? Or like just to make models feel safe, I think. Because hmm, I, like I do feel like there are a lot of shady photographers out there. So any models who's listening to this, you do have to pick and choose who you want to work with. Just because you're a starting model, you accept any photographers who want to shoot you. Um, because I do think that is... It's a... It's kind of difficult to say because I do think that could be dangerous, um, especially if you're um, on the younger side of age and then you really want to be a model. I have heard stories of photographers grooming their female models um, and that gives me (laughs) anxiety and it makes me really want to stress on, you know, as my model, or if you're working with me, you can bring people that you're comfortable with. So you're happy, you're comfortable, you feel safe. And, you know, for me, I'm an open book. You want to ask anything about me before the shoot? Go ahead. If that means you feel more comfortable with working with me, by all means. And I will never ask you to let's strip more mm. for the lens. Yeah, I think... We touched on this last time, but communication and having open communication, we touched that on like Photoshop. Yeah. But communication is still heavily important throughout the entire photography experience Mm -hmm. because, and I'm still learning to do a better job of this Mm -hmm. in terms of how I'm communicating, like what I am looking for for a model Mm -hmm. and vice versa, what a client is looking for me of what they want to achieve. And that way you have space to say... This is how far I'm willing to go within mm-hmm. my within the wearing space, less clothes. Right, yeah. yeah, like being. This is how far my vulnerability is going in terms of how many clothes I need to be mm-hmm. shedding. And and I there's <laughs> in the past I know that I did this growing up I, where I saw like Craigslist ads mm. or social media ads. It was. You know, it's where social media is starting to start booming off, but Craigslist was still a heavily thing, and mm-hmm. and they would always post, you know, looking for uh, models, mm. and a lot of them were transparent of like these need to be nude. Mm-hmm. Just if you feel unsafe, know that you are unsafe. Yes. If you feel uncomfortable, you are uncomfortable. Trust your body. Trust your judgment. Your gut is telling you something mm-hmm, is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that every nude posting is going to be wrong. I'm not saying that every nude posting means that the photographer is in the wrong. What I'm claiming is that if you as a model feel unsafe by even just looking at this, you're not. it's okay to not be ready for that. Yeah. And it's not in the wrong for you. Either. I just want to state that too, because there are a lot of photographers that do essentially that grooming, but they'll post 
you know, have to be okay with nude photography. And there are so many people are so open to doing nude, mm -hmm. but then get violated. Yeah. And that's unacceptable, especially as photographers. It's, it's embarrassing. It makes me anxious mm -hmm. as a photographer and as a woman in the industry. I am super mama protective. Like, I'm ready to fucking throw hands out. Yep, yep. Because I'm like, you are not only jeopardizing my passion, my career, mm -hmm. and making it so scarce for any individual, that now we have to work harder because you took advantage of people. Mm -hmm. And that is not okay with mm -hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And also because who the fuck does that? Like, yeah. And I also feel like you took advantage of someone's willingness to achieve their dream and you completely wrecked that. That person will never see that dream the same again. Mm -hmm. That person will see that dream as, oh, this is something that's traumatic for me. And it's, it's not okay. Like yeah. you literally stomp on someone's dream. It's 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 a shitty thing to do, so do not do that. Please. If you're a photographer, please do not do that. Stay away, gross men. <laughs> <laughs> or even women. Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Men and women photographers who are trying to get into the nude fine art world. It's fine. Nude fine art, I think it's beautiful. Me too. Bodies are beautiful, but do not take advantage of that body. Of that body. Do not ruin that body. Do not think that, oh no, you're, you're my mine. model. You're my body. You're mine. Because guess what? Even when I say my models, I'm just referring to like the people that you work the people with that I work with doesn't mean that I own them. Yeah. Like I'm just saying that, yeah, no, I've worked with this model, therefore she became my model. Like I'm not gonna say your like the people that you shot were my model. Um but yeah, it's and I also do think um that you need to especially if you're shooting outside on location, you need to make your model feel as safe as possible because essentially they are in your care. Um, we did that photo shoot with um, Tori. Oof. We love Tori, we love you so freaking much. I miss her. I miss her too. Where is she? <laughs> but um, <laughs> we love you girl. <laughs> we did a shoot with one of our friend Tori and across the street from us, we were shooting outside. This is in broad daylight, downtown Denver. Across the street from where we were shooting, a guy came, super shady. She, he was just looking at us. At first I was like, okay, it's fine, it's whatever. We are in public. If people wanna stop and watch us, it's fine, it's normal. He started jerking off in front of us. It was just us three girls. He started jerking off. I stopped the shoot right away. I was like, let's call the cops. Do you want to continue or not? We ended up continuing, but we moved to a different section. So at that point, like honestly, like even now talking about it, I feel so gross and I feel chills because- It's a violation. We yeah. were so violated. Like and objectified by just what? Was it Tori <laughs> being objectified? Was it us being, right. being objectified? Right. We don't know the situation and it was right. just disgusting. And the whole time, he was just being nasty. He was smirking and smiling. And I was just, oh, I wanted to, mm, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. But like, why grow up to somebody and just punch them in the face while they're masturbating? <laughs> That's fucking even like, no, you're, yeah. what you're going to do is you're going to shut off. You're going to, you're going to just, I did not see what I did. Mm -hmm. I was like a trauma response for me. Mm -hmm. I was like, nope. All right, we're relocating. Like, right. that was it. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually, that was the only time, that was the first and only time that I felt threatened and scared when I was shooting outside. Ever since that, I don't know if you noticed, but I always bring Julio with me. I did not notice that. But ever since that, I always bring him with me whenever I go on location to shoot. I don't just go by myself, except when I do my job, like when I do my product photography job, I go by myself because I feel safe in the care of my boss. Mm. Um, whenever we, there are weird guys or whatever, I feel safe with my boss around um, because I'm not alone. 
um, me and the model are not alone. But because of that, like even as a photographer, like you feel violated. Like if somebody tainted your shooting location. It's not okay. Yeah. And I feel like a mix of stuff because like models to me or my client are so precious in the moment. Yes. Again, I've, I've mentioned this repeatedly and I'm going to continue to do this. Photography is extremely vulnerable. You're capturing who somebody is yeah. in this current period in our life. So it's already a vulnerable experience and trying to like make the model comfortable and and try to tr- have them trust you and then you're putting them in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And then it heightens that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And so I am so, I get so protective over the person I'm photographing that I'm like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. How can you recover from that? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you recover from that? Yeah. Well, Tori was like super strong through mm-hmm. the entire thing. Yeah. I don't know how affected Tori We was, don't know but... how she was, but she's a badass. She's a fighter. She's such a strong individual that we... Yeah, like we kind of we kind of pushed through that day, but afterwards I was just like, mm, yeah, I I kind of don't want to do this anymore without someone that I really trust or that I believe that can protect us. I am trying to think. Slight tangent. I am trying to think of like a self defense weapon. Oh my gosh! That yes. I can take through the airport. That I can have in different states. That I can have during shoots. That wouldn't feel like a self-defense item, mm-hmm. but can do some damage. Just, I so I, I follow this girl. She's an artist in um, Las Vegas. Her name is Alyssa. Um, I don't remember her last name, but she's, um, she's Filipino. God, I freaking love her. So talented. And she came out with this self-defense line. Using her art. Um, I bought a set of pepper spray and small knife, folding knife. Um, But she also have keychains that are in the shape of knuckles with cat ears. Some people don't allow them. Right. So I'm I'm wondering, like, that's a keychain. So I went to a hospital Mm -hmm. during COVID and they did a key, like a check like that. Mm -hmm. And they had me remove my plastic little dagger mm. and I mean it was like shaped like a dagger but it's it's plastic right 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 so I can't do that much damage that is true and I had to completely remove it in order to keep my keys and then I forgot to claim it and I never saw it again so, so anyone listening to this or watching this if you guys have any like recommendation on self-defense item that you could possibly, you know, pass through whatever, anything, anywhere, let us know because I know somebody out there is looking for something like that because I know in Hong Kong, you can't have pepper spray. I nearly got, I nearly got detained in Hong Kong because I forgot that I have my pepper spray in my backpack. That's scary. They stopped me. It was at the airport too. They were like, this is illegal stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, thank God that I have it there. I don't, I've never really carried pepper spray. I'm always like, if you're, if you're close to me, screw pepper spray. I'm ready to like. I think that was because I was living here all by myself. That was like the first time I smart was living here all by myself. Same thing with my sister. So my mom was like, you guys need pepper spray. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, yeah. Cause like, it's different in Indonesia. Like, yeah, like a, like a lot of shady things happen in Indonesia too, but I never have the need to bring pepper spray with me. I never have the need to have self-defense anything with me. Um, I'm always, I'm traveling. I, but then again, I think I was, because I was super naive back then too. I've been just traveling a lot more recently. Right. Alone. Yeah, I remember our conversation about you saying that you don't want to travel alone like you want to have an escort with you. And I it's, I do think it's a smart thing. It's like more than just, for a long time, I thought that the reason why I didn't want to travel alone was because my independence. And I was like, oh, I'm not independent enough. I need mm-hmm. to try this. And when I started to, I just realized like, 
No, it the reason why is because I'm unsafe. Yeah. I'm unsafe all the time. Like when I'm on transportation and I truly I do enjoy taking like the bus or taking public transportation when I'm in a different area. Depending on the location. Mm. Like obviously not Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm renting a car. But um like a bigger city like New York or California. Um, places that have like Texas have means of transportation that doesn't mm-hmm. seem awful for me. Or if I'm like so close to my destination and I just need to take a bus that I'm going to take public transportation. When you take public transportation, you're now even more having to be consciously aware of your right. environment. Right. And it's exhausting. It is. Because my job, I'm coming here for a job and I want to think about my job. I don't necessarily want to think about is my bag going to get stolen? Am I going to get hurt? But now your focus is split between I need to watch for my safety and also I need to focus on my job. Or, yeah, I need to check on this time. I need to think about my job. Can I show up on time? What's the bus route? Which is my personal problem. But (laughs) (laughs) But then, and then, yeah, like how many people are watching me? Uh, What could I use in case something did happen to Mm. me because I can't just rely on my fists all the time. Um, Speaking of that, I do want to have a conversation around more self-defense topics. So stay tuned. Yes. I'm bringing you somebody that's dope as that. Okay. So speaking about self-defense for anyone listening or watching this, I'm tiny. I'm only 4'11". My only self-defense is to run. (laughs) Not, not just that. I'm not a good runner. And then if I feel like, if I feel threatened, I'm okay. So I'm super dumb when it comes to running. When I feel threatened, <laughs> I would run, but I would look back. At the side. Oh no! And then if I'm like so nervous, instead of like screaming or like, I would laugh. Oh, no. <laughs> like. Girl, <laughs> growing up like with my sisters like my sister would like come after me like she would just like charge and I would run but then I would stop and I would just like squat and I was like <laughs> oh no <laughs> same thing whenever we're like cool and I were like messing around like sometimes I would just like he's in the kitchen I would smack his ass and then I would run to the bedroom but then like the whole time I would be like <laughs> That's kind of cute. Like, so I I personally don't know self-defense. Yeah. I do think it's important. I think it's very important. Yeah. So that'll be a fun conversation to have with them. Be aware of your listings. Be aware of your photographer. Don't feel like it's unnecessary to ask questions Mm. if you're not comfortable. Get to know your photographer. We're more than willing to just have that conversation with you. Us too. Like, I don't want to have some creepy model mm. after my session like we, we are all human yes um and every photographer once we see pictures we're just instantly more inclined to take photos of you so you're gonna <laughs> get like blasted if you're a model but still even with that we need to everyone needs to feel safe and yeah so. let's talk about our communication styles as photographers everything is so different as a photographer yes Every photographer is going to be a little different and how they respond. Some of them are boss. Like I, I'm really in love slash have a crush on Alicia Light and her directing skills. I don't think I am. It's okay. I'll, I'll share with people. <laughs> She's so fire. And I just really, I was so inspired and like mesmerized by her directing, I am quite a reserved <laughs> photographer, I've realized. I'm still trying to like learn how to better communicate and mm-hmm. consistently do that. And I Wait, what do you mean like more reserved or so I'm a very slow, like I study, I watch, I observe. Mm-hmm. And with that comes I don't feel unless it's necessary to kind of communicate. Oh, to direct or like or edge people by yeah. saying like you're doing fantastic this is amazing 
I don't do enough of that also. Uh-huh. But I do do that. I'll slip that in for sure. But most of the time, I do kind of sit around and I, I wait to see if I can capture a moment and to see how much somebody changes mm-hmm. in their reactions of like, you know, when, if it gets a little too quiet, do they get nervous? Mm. And I just love to observe people in that way. And some models don't do that at all. They're just consistent. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Like, oh, okay. Like, let's keep going. This is great. Um, but it's also great on another level of just being quiet and being still and seeing if somebody's present with their body or not. But anyway, what's yours? What What do you think yours is like? I do edge my model all the freaking time. <laughs> Every time we do anything, I'll be like, oh my God, yes, girl! Like, um, like I, I would say, um, oh my gosh, yes, beautiful, gorgeous. Just like that. Keep it going. You're doing great. <laughs> I know it sounds like... Sex. It does sound like <laughs> sex. Every time I was like, no, yeah, keep it like that. That's that's the mood. Like I, I want that fire. It makes it easier, and I don't like awkward silence when we're shooting <laughs> because I feel like personally for me, I think it's because it's coming from me. Personally, I need to know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and if I can see myself through the mirror, then I need someone to tell me what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, yeah, I would then tell my model if I like the pose or not. If I don't think it's working, then I'll be like, mm, let's try this. And then if it's working, then I'll be like, yes, just like that. I got it. Or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. I do feel like I'm, I, I get a little bit bossy sometimes. <laughs> I think that's good. No, but like sometimes I forget that. Let's take it slow. Um. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, come on, let's do this. Let's, let's go. Like, yeah. This is how I want it. But yeah, I, I do think communicating is good. Um, I have Julio, my husband, he does photography as well, but he doesn't do models. He doesn't do people photography. He does macro. He does um, car photography. He does uh, landscape. So whenever I ask him to take photos of me, he doesn't let me know if I'm being awkward or if I'm doing a great job. I feel you. Erin's <laughs> learning, but damn, it's hard. And like, I feel bad for like telling him that's not my angle. <laughs> why? Do, why? Why do you can't you like just shit? learn my angle? And like, I I don't want him to feel down. I don't want him to feel like he's not a good photographer because he is. But yeah, doing portraits. It's something that he does need to learn. Um, like for him with macro, he is great at macro. I'm not great at macro. I just think like, oh, okay, there's a, uh, here's a leaf. I, yeah, I don't know how to get a nice angle for macro. For him, I know he knows how to do it. So it's, yeah. It's just different. It's just different. But I do think that as a photographer, if you're starting to, if you're learning to be a portrait photographer, if you're switching from a different type of photography to portrait or to um from like landscape from landscape to actual portraits like actual portraits and fashion speak up if you don't think your model is doing a a good thing speak up if you think you don't know what you're doing still speak speak up up. (laughs) because more times than not your model they don't even know what you want yeah. They don't know what mood you're going for. They'll they'll throw you different looks. They'll throw you different moods, different feel, different vibes. But at the end of the day, this is your photograph, and you really do take control of that. You aspect. need it to translate. Yeah. Something that's important to me as like a photographer when I'm photographing people is, yeah, like what is your intention for the photo shoot? Because mm-hmm. taking a portrait for somebody during senior photos or like headshots very different than fashion mm. they're all very different they are. you're trying mm-hmm. to translate a different message and you're trying to bring a different personality in each genre and with that having a kind of idea of of that mood and that cliche feel mm-hmm. can definitely optimize what your message is being portrayed right well 
the way I see it for like senior or um, I guess consumerism portrait, you want to convey the message that here's a look of this person's life without having them say it. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to show that person's personality. With fashion, you really are selling items. Clothes. You're selling clothes, you're selling purse, you're selling wearable items. Um, essentially speaking, I know this sounds really bad, but your model is just a mannequin if you're doing fashion. If you're doing portraits, you want your model... It, it, it depends. Like I did um, for a quinceanera for one year. Uh, my client wanted to do a fashion shoot, like a look of her life, but also in a fashion way. So I had to mix the two between I want to show people her life. I want to show people her personality, but she wanted it to be editorial. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, we brainstorm. We did a whole we did a full day photo shoot from literally from five in the morning until eight at night. Um, because we moved from different spots and we did three, like millions outfit changes, but that's a different scenario. I know some people think that senior photos is very bland. It's very like, I don't like senior photos. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I don't do senior photos because I also feel like it's very, I don't know. It's like such an awkward time for a lot of teenagers in their life. Yeah. How the heck are you supposed to identify who they are when they were when they they're still to trying it out. to yeah. figure out their themselves? So I agree, like seeing your photos is not an easy thing. So if you're starting moving from let's say landscape, macro, inanimate object to <laughs> human portraits, don't do senior. I know like a lot of people said, if you want to try, if you want to dip your toes in the water for like consumerism portrait, do senior photos. No, that's well, also I you, don't think you have to protect one. their, their uh, confidence. Yeah. I think if you do kind of an, a fair job, mm-hmm. you're not protecting their confidence. No. They're going to immediately no. think it's them and less yes. of instead of photographer. you because they will automatically trust you as a photographer thinking you know what you're doing. I don't have to do anything much on my end. You will capture good photos of me. It's just a scary genre to just dive into. I'll say that. It is. For me personally, I think the easy practice into portrait photography would be babies. I I think it's only easy be if your client likes screening photos because well, photos are not easy to me. I think newborn is the easiest because once you get the baby nice and full in a like a warm situation, the baby's sleeping. So if you know how to nurture a baby, that <laughs> that's, if you know how to nurture a baby, that screams true. <laughs> Like, cause they are always crying in front of right. me, which I kind of love. Like, I think it's, I think it's really genuine. No, photo. but like for me, the reason why I said babies is because babies are cute as it is. Like, they're just already a bundle of joy, you know. So you can't really go wrong with that. And they don't know how to post awkwardly. Maddie, we can all agree that not all babies are cute. I no, yeah, I do agree. <laughs> Some babies look so old, like Benjamin Button type shit. <laughs> cute for like a small period or moment but then they get such weird awkward hair growth and like brain growth that it's like what is happening to maybe i'm child? just a little bit biased because my baby was super so cute when she was a newborn mm-hmm. like it's yeah no I'm, I'm super biased with babies but i also have done like baby photo shoots where oh my god they're just so squishy and just like i that's the mom and that's the mom and Maddie. It is. <laughs> I'm like, I know what comes out of that baby. <laughs> and it doesn't need to be near me. <laughs> baby no, I, okay, I did um, next year. So when I was this was like after I'm like I just freshly graduated from college. I worked at a portrait studio and it's a family portrait studio. We had so many baby clients. 
this one time the dad was like you know the you know the cliche newborn shot yeah with uh naked baby Mm -hmm. laying on the dad's forearm Mm -hmm. and just a black and white photo and the dad was like watch this baby's gonna pee on me he did like out or is it just leaked leaked all over his arm <laughs> and the other one apparently this was like from my old manager he was like we were just telling stories he was like one baby pooped during like, and just it just went oh yeah oh yeah there's a lot of like people wanted to vomit it was it was gnarly it was nasty <laughs> i think i'm just i like, don't think babies are cute <laughs> i yeah. still think that shooting babies are the easiest <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, my recommendation is self portraits. That's the ultimate easiest. Oh no, that's the hardest. <laughs> because, because you stare at yourself the most. Like you, all that you have to do is communicate with yourself. You look in the mirror. You appreciate yourself. You change angles, and then you start with the camera. And then the camera. Well, actually, what's easy now is like having like an iPad where mm. you can can do that Bluetooth setup and you can actually see right. what you're shooting. That's like easy, easy, easy. Um, but I would say that's like the easiest because you don't have to communicate with I anybody. still don't know how to act in front of the camera. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you're like a superstar in front of the camera. <laughs> She's like, hi. That's a wild baby. <laughs> no, okay, so... For, for for videos, for videos, I know what to do. It's so weird. For videos, I know what to do. But still, for photo shoots, I'm like, ha, hi. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait, we're doing this right now? <laughs> That's so interesting. Maybe I should try. One of these days, I think I should try, like, have, have like, a whole setup here. Yeah. And just do, like, a... A range of shoots. I yeah. have stuck to a theme of just photographing myself. Shoulders up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why i need to expand on my body there's some photos that i can do with the whole body but i have to be like i don't know how to accentuate my legs with self-portraiture triangle method i'm t- no i'm tall exactly triangle I'm- method <sighs> i just need more work on it i think mm. like just with camera perspective that's the only that's the biggest issue for me yeah it's like how to get the angle right on the camera when i'm not they are 24 7. Does that make sense? No, yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> I also want to touch a little bit on direction because I know it's so important for models and clients to get directed. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember that though you're achieving your goals, you have to know what's going to accentuate or make your model. Phenomenal. Yes. And even if you have to just be like, all right, taking a second before you start putting up the camera to like look at your surroundings, Mm -hmm. how you want to frame them, and then you kind of watch them move. I typically, I study a lot. So my models, not in general, like I honestly don't study enough. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will watch them kind of move from side to side or naturally like And Stephanie is such a fun person for this. Love you, baby. Uh, She will, like, fake that get into these poses that that are just so interesting because she just brings in the energy. She'd be like, oh, but it's not for real. And so when you begin to see them, you can be like, oh, I actually like that expression on their face there. Uh, I like this side of them a little more than this side. Or if if you don't think they have a specific side, then you can just... Play with it as you go and always, always play with multiple angles, multiple mm-hmm. sides up, like tilt it up, tilt it down. Um, legs are important in fashion yes. photography. Yes, yes. I, I, legs are so important for me. I cannot stress that enough. Legs are so important. Especially if they're shorter models, accentuate those legs. Make them feel like a giant. Mm-hmm. And if they're tall, make them feel lengthy in a giant kind of like <sighs> helmet newton do you remember how he would take like from super weird angle to make his model's oh, yeah. leg look like look like a mile long that's oh, a little too God. extreme to it me. was a little too extreme <laughs> but at the same time he understood that 
you legs know, are important. legs are important. They add the the reason why is because I think they add so much extra movement to the frame. Yes. So they'll like lead you in, and also depending on what you're shooting, like you're shooting a photograph of shoes. Shoe looks massive. You're accentuating that leg, and yeah. then you see the person, and they're also being dynamic. And so it's a very like flow of the nature composition, mm-hmm. and so legs are always so important to me. It is. Unless you're, it depends on what you're photographing. Like if you're photographing jewelry or something, obviously. You know how you don't need legs. Like when we're in in ankles. class, like don't cut off where the joints are. Oh my god, I sometimes do that, and I I sometimes do that anxiety, but yeah. I'm like yeah, it's it's good enough. Yeah. What I learned, what I learned from the portrait studio is that you want to shoot a lot of space. Mm-hmm. So if any, if any time you want to crop into that photo, it gives you room. So I think that's also important when it comes to like shooting um, portraits, fashion, just so you're safe. Like you save your ass by shooting a lot. I mean, not extremely a lot. Okay. You know, like don't make the model be this small. <laughs> Yeah, and the foot is, like, right. the center of the foot. Right. So, just, yeah, like, have your own kind of, like, composition, but make sure that you leave enough room for you to work around it. Um, also, I, for me, what I really don't mind is if the model is, like, doing that, and then I kind of cut this part. Yeah, so what I also meant is... I wouldn't say necessarily like I cut it out the joint, mm-hmm. but sometimes, depending on what it is, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like I should have I should have backed up and yeah. got the rest of their hand yeah. because this frame looks gross. So then I end up cutting it up more mm-hmm. and just be like, I'm gonna make this a tight shot because yeah. joints are important. Joints are okay? important. Like I agree. Don't lose out on fingers or toes or ankles. It makes them look decapitated. The captain. Yeah. Also another thing too. This is like super good insight for photographers. I don't leak my info. We we paid a lot of money for it. We do. We, we went do. to school. And so <laughs> I'm like, I don't that's why I'm nervous about workshops because I'm like, I honestly okay, I paid okay, a lot of money so for So there is like there is there's a fine line between hey, I can see a potential in you and I wanna help you get to like the best. And like I just dish out information to random people yeah um i know some people are very like hush hush about their stuff like a gatekeeper type Mm -hmm. personality personally i'm not really like that like if i only i would only share what i know my knowledge and everything to the people that i feel like you know what you have enough passion and i know you will really use this information to the extent of your knowledge and you will learn a lot from this and actually make use of said information then i will dish out what i know there's a level for me because if it becomes like a repetitive thing of just asking me a lot of questions Mm -hmm. there's a there's a boundary line for me oh no yeah for sure especially when it comes to like technicalities Mm -hmm. i'm like dude i heard people learn stuff from youtube use it like mm-hmm. i have so much going on like, i can't yeah i can't provide you like this i learned stuff from youtube yeah if you don't want to learn youtube then just wait until i have space to just teach you but mm-hmm. um so there's like a line for me i'm i'm absolutely willing to just like here's a camera that i recommend yeah oh i can critique you on your photos and i can tell you why i'm critiquing you on this but if you continuously come at me with like questions i'm gonna have to just be like Here's somebody I know who does photography workshops Mm, mm -hmm, mm because I just don't have enough space for that. But anyway, I want to let you know on this in. Let your hands relax. Really do need to let them relax. Like, don't do that either. Like, you don't want that, like, like chicken legs of a hand. Like, really just like. Observe ballet dancers. They. Oh, that's a good one. They show so much strength but if you look at their hands it's very elegant it's very elegant like yeah. they know how to like they know how to use their fingers wait <laughs> in a non-sexual way <laughs> well, maybe we don't know man. we don't know we can let our imagination run with it. <laughs> like zoe right now she's in ballet and she would show me i learned this 
So I would teach her, don't do this, baby. Do this. Oh. Like put your, put your, um, basically literally like a Barbie hand. You know how Barbie's hand is like oh, that? Yeah. yeah. But like, do that. Because she would do, like you're grabbing food to eat, you know, or she's doing the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, like observe ballet dancers, like as rigid. strong they are, as like they need to look like rigid, but their hands are very elegant. It's very, it flows nicely. Um, so when it comes, yeah, when it comes to photo, do that. Um, I think it also adds to the level of confidence. Like mm-hmm. you can tell when somebody's confident, but just how relaxed. Yeah, feel. yeah. Like you can tell from the shoulders. And I know that sometimes I don't. Well, actually, I don't know why photography uh, can feel scary to some people. I mm-hmm. don't know what their experiences have been, but maybe it's an expectation thing. Um, but taking a breath, and if you feel like the photo shoot is being rushed, and you're like, yeah, I, I think I need to take a breath. Maddie, I need to take a breath. Do it. down to take a breath yeah. with you. Yeah. Because I'm probably just as like... <sighs> right. Trying to think of all my stuff. I did a like catalog shoot once i did not sit for four hours the whole four hours no breaks no pee breaks no water breaks no snack during a shoot like i was standing for four hours because my client brought in so much work that we had i think we had like four or five models and it just kept on going and going and going and going nonstop for four hours until we were done that's when i realized what the heck did I just do? Yeah. That was not okay. You can also indicate how tired a photographer is. Yeah, you can tell. You can really tell. I mean, I can definitely feel it within me. If I'm continuously creating for maybe like an hour, an hour and a half, my energy starts to fade. It goes down and... Unless I've had mm-hmm. plenty of caffeine, I'm fully hydrated. <laughs> but then you're just like jittery, oh, like, let's yeah, go! Yeah. <laughs> Then I have two hours (laughs) instead of the one, one and a half. Then I have like two hours of energy and I can just fully ham. But you will see the energy drop once it feels like, uh, you know, let's try to figure this out. And that could also depict on like whether you feel like the energy is off. The energy starts to just fade away and the idea for creation starts to become less. And there's pauses. Yeah. And like... Yo, I do notice with that, like, I do that if I'm tired, if I'm like, I feel like, you know what, the shoot is, the shoot ran too long because then I'll be like, hmm, let me think, what, what else should we do? Because yeah. I know, like, my brain at that point is already, I need, I need to break, I yeah. need to stop. So, another experience I've had is, ooh, energy levels. <laughs> Mm. You can tell when a photo shoot feels a little awkward. Yeah. And maybe it's like the headspace of the photographer or the model. And ideas feel like hard. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Is when you can tell a photographer is a little tired. Yeah. If you're not a model, but you're very good looking, sometimes that works. And you can still make good photos. But... Sometimes it doesn't because then both you and both photographer and model will feel awkward. So my go-to thing to do is I would ask them, hey, give me your playlist. Let's put on your favorite songs. But yeah, if I don't have music around me, I'm like, this is hard. This is really hard Mm. to do because music allows me so much to just create versus think. Mm-hmm. and so yeah I totally agree I think for me music personally is like an energy booster yeah but also it depends on the excitement of the client like if the client feels nervous or overwhelmed mm-hmm. or uh, too anxious mm-hmm. and if I'm not in a good headspace either mm-hmm. it's kind of like Oof. but I did have this experience with a model Devin who I've never met him but I know which one you're talking about I've seen his photos okay Beautiful work. That lighting. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. If you don't know, go check out Jay's Instagram. Because let me tell you, that lighting is, oh my God. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is 
I know that I personally was in a different headspace. It was during the winter. So mm-hmm. typically I go through this like seasonal mopiness or like I'm trying to figure out what I want for the next year, who mm-hmm. I want to be as an artist and other things. So I feel a little less motivated to do things, mm-hmm. but I was like, I really want to shoot and I want to shoot with this character, mm-hmm. this person. I had Devin come over to my place and this was before I even remodeled it. So it, it looks kind of different. I, I painted the wall. That was the extent <laughs> of my Renault at the time. He was also not in a really good mood or a good place. Mm. He was just dealing with a long breakup mm. and he was in his own headspace. But I think when two people are trying to communicate through art like that, mm-hmm. it felt so in sync. And we both yeah. are so mutual about that was a great experience for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Him as an artist modeling, me as a creator uh, with photography, mm-hmm. the lighting. So there are cases where we can just obviously create amazing work. Yeah. But there was no expectation. We had no mission. Mm. We didn't have a goal. I was like, I just want to photograph you in this light. That yeah. I have. Yeah. I like this light. I, I like think I think sometimes that's that's important to do, especially if you're trying to really hustle it. You tend to forget the joy of just photographing. Like just the basic of it. For me personally, sometimes I do get in my head too much if I'm doing a lot of like projects and then I forget why I love it in the first place. Um, This was like before, I think before Zoe, before I got super busy. And I'd be like, I I would just contact like any of my friends. I'm like, hey, let's go someplace and let's do a photo shoot. And just like to have fun, there's really no objective behind it I was not trying to sell anything I just wanted to kind of get back to that I love this because I have fun first and foremost like it refresh my soul those are my favorite shoots mm-hmm. yeah like a lot of times those those are the ones that came out the best for me I end up focusing more on the location and time of day than mm-hmm. I do about the model Mm. and the poses and work what I'm trying to translate I just want to highlight like my goal with a lot of photos is to highlight and that's why I like to play with those harsh shadows in yeah sometimes. Mm-hmm. um so I was like this is the place I'm going to highlight them yeah and then from there I feel like we're so creative and we can just let go mm-hmm. and just sit with it just do whatever I don't know very yeah. interesting though so just shoot just to shoot man yeah but if you know people who are photographers please don't be like hey you want to shoot me oh and expect no conversation or what i don't know like i've had people thinking just because i'm a photographer that i would just like dish out my time and to anyone and do their (laughs) photographs i do it i unless if you're asked if the photographer actually asks you, hey, I want to create something wonderful, would you be willing to be my model? I, I feel like don't expect every photographer that you ask will be like, let's, let's create. Yeah. I, I'm okay with people saying like, hey, if you ever need a model, mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah. Because I'm like, great. I would yeah. I would have never considered. Yeah. I'm okay with that too. But, yeah, when it feels like, bad job! <laughs> it's like, right when I talk. I know, seriously. Um, but, bad up, shush! Go to your bed. If you're trying to start your modeling journey. Just go into the forums. There's yeah. There's plenty of like Facebook forums that have like models and photographer groups. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see listings about, you know, photography workshops or um, days that they want to just go out and start shooting with yeah. people and are requesting for models. Because I, I get it. 
I totally understand it because when we first started our photography careers, even are like, well, we're in school. We have to ask a bunch of models if they wanted to work with us. And some of them say, no, some of them are like, if you can't pay me, then I'm not going to do it, which is fine. Like I'm totally agree. I guess it's the wording that you really need to work on. So when I was starting, I wanted to take photos of ballet dancers. Mm. So I actually go to Colorado Ballet Academy. Well, I didn't go to their building, but like I go to their website and then I check the principal dancers. I check other dancers and then I go on their Instagram and I tell them, hi, my name is so-and-so. I am a student from our institute and I am looking for a dancer to photograph for my portfolio. And then I told them straight up, I am not able to pay you because I'm a student, but I am willing to give you all the files and um, like, it really is a TFP work. Yeah. And if they say no, then I'm like, okay, that's fine. Thank you for your time and move on. If somebody asks me though in the DMs and they say, do you want to collab or do you want TFP? I'm instantly, I'm not, I'm not going to message. Right. But if you reach out, if I post a listing and I'm like, I'm looking for photographers or models and they say, oh, me, like, Mm -hmm. then I'm like, great. I know who, or Hey, if you ever need a model, let me know. I am trying to grow with my portfolio. Mm -hmm. Then that's like more inviting. But if you're like, do you want to collab? I'm like, who are you? Right. Who are you? Why yeah. do I want to collab? Yeah. I don't know who you are. Get out. <laughs> I, I think I mentioned that to you. This is like a few weeks back. I think we were recording our first session. And I was looking on my Instagram, on my business side of the Instagram, like my photography one. And I, I come across like a, a message request from like 152 weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Damn, girl. <laughs> and she, it was straight up. Hey, do you want to do TFP? I never responded because I'm like, first of all, I was already, I feel like my for myself, I was already established. And that's when I am confident that you want to work with me. If this is for your portfolio, pay me. Mm. I'm not at the I'm not at the level of TFPs anymore. I'm at the level where, yeah, you want to work with me? You gotta pay me. You can't just expect this and that. Even when I pay, even when I work with models, let's let's say for instance, right now, I will pay the models. If I can't pay them full, I will pay their gas, like a compensation of some sort. If I can't pay a model, I don't work with the model. Unless we have like just a mutual friendship. Right, right, right. This was like, I'm talking about like mutual friendship between me and the model. Like, I will I will still pay you for your gas. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, actually, no, this was like way back when I was still doing my portfolio mm-hmm. for the last year. I paid my models, like almost all of them. I paid them gas or like, oh, nice. because I feel like I expected you to be at my place before sunrise. That's a lot of work. So here, let me give you something. I mean, yeah, right now you I don't think you can get gas with $35 because it's so expensive. Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's something that is <laughs> it's crumbs money, but it's crumbs. <laughs> I am poor, but I don't you to be poor either. <laughs> I would like to get to a point where I can avidly pay all of the models. Yeah. Most of the models that I work with, we just have a mutual understanding. Yeah. Like, that we're all broke. Yeah, like we're all yeah. <laughs> and if it's for if it's for a gig, I'm gonna pay my models. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if it's just for creation, just for fun and giggles. I guess it's because you already built some sort of relationship with said models. Like if it's just like a brand new person that you're shooting with, I, f- I feel, I still feel like build a, build a relationship first and then you can go from there. That's so interesting. I think people might look at me more as like lucrative because I haven't had any issues with mm-hmm. any of the new models that I work with. Mm-hmm. 
some reason, again, we just have that mutual, like, connection where, like, we just want to create something. Yeah. And in that case, we're like, okay, let's just create something. And right. I think we both know, like, hey, I would like to pay you. But, like, we're just doing this for fun, right? <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Unless I'm not, like, receiving the room right or there are people who are really mad at me and if they are then they should probably communicate that with me yeah but i mean we continue to create like i don't go yeah when i reach out to a model that i know is signed i fully am expecting to like i i need to pay you i'm gonna have to pay you Mm -hmm. kind of thing if i can't it's not in the budget and if i'm not getting paid for the shoot like it just i'm like okay maybe i have you in my idea i have you in my vision yeah that will get back to you because like i feel like even between us you know, like, you've been photographing me and my family since I was pregnant. Yeah. The first one, definitely, because I wanted to do, like, my pregnancy announcement. Mm-hmm. It was then. But even if we didn't, like, really pay, like, we still show, like, appreciation. Or, yeah. like, we would trade um, our, our stuff. Yeah. Anytime you do ask, like, how much, I'm always like... I don't know. I feel weird. I'm like, uh, you're good. The ones that you you paid so far, I think, was just a family session, right? Yeah, it was. Like, it was a Dominguez family session. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no need. Like, I'm okay. Like, I'll probably ask for a lot from you anyway. And here we are. She's my co-host. So she's making it up. They haven't photographed her vagina while Zoe was. <laughs> Well, oh, wait, to no. be fair, she didn't came out of my vagina. Yeah, it was her stomach. Yeah, to Is see to see my that was so intimate though for you to see my innards. Like Dude, I almost passed out. I don't know if I ever told you. No, you did because you told me that. Like, you told me my obi was like yanking. Yeah. Like, so much blood. I personally, I think I'm the one that's like, no, I want the gory photos, like. Show me all the blood. Well, I'm not gonna not get it. Like, what else am I gonna get? No, like, I, I did not expect them to just want to just tear open, like, widen it with their whole bodies. I didn't. I, I, I mean, I didn't feel anything. Uh, well, yeah, that's a good thing. I really did not feel a thing. So, Man. but like, I know you told me you're like, I was like, I was heaving and I needed to sit down. <laughs> doctor i think the nurse was like do you need to leave and i was like or do you want to step outside and i was like oh it's okay i really just need a breath <laughs> i'm gonna take this like a champ i'm gonna get back in there and photograph this cheesy baby <laughs> that was beautiful though i love those photos my favorite photo is the when zoe like had her hand up like it and she was oh, crying. She was like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. like for me, it's like she's like screaming, "Por qué? Por qué me?" That's funny. I need to like print that and put it in her room, and then have a caption. Like yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but I also think like as a photographer. If you're starting, don't offer yourself to take milestone events. What do you mean? If you're starting and you don't have the knowledge yet, if you don't have the experience yet, don't do weddings. <laughs> don't don't yes. do first child baptism. No. Don't do like because these are photos that the family expect to be good and to be able to use for future, like for album, for printing in their house. Like they want something good. Yeah. Don't take their advantage need. of their happiness and their need and their demands for you to practice on. The best way to practice is find an experienced photographer and say, hey, can I shadow you? Can I second shoot you? Can I assist you? Yeah. Start by assisting. You will learn so much by assisting another photographer that already has experience. If you need a photographer, I'm always looking for assistance. Me too. I really don't advocate <laughs> for it because I'm like, I'm a badass independent woman who don't need no help. But really, I have a lot of plans that yeah. I actually do need help with. 
And mm-hmm. if you really know how to kick some booty ass while we're out on field, that's like mm-hmm. even better. That's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, then we can both panic. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know how to kick ass? Nah. Unless you don't know how to kick ass with photography. If you don't know how to kick ass with photography, you're not passionate about it, I don't want you. If so. your if your experience is selfie from your iPhone, no. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, if you are interested in like selfies and using an iPhone photography, that's okay. I just need to see passion because if you have no absolute passion and you have no general intention of photography, mm-hmm. I'm like, don't waste my time. Yeah. This is my craft. This is everything. I mean, me. yeah, it makes sense. For me, I just... I get it, though, because there's there's a new era with iPhone photography. Yeah, no, and I, okay, so this sounds a little bit, I don't, I'm not going to say toxic, but maybe it is. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Let me know. But <laughs> yeah, let us know. Whatever Julio helped me in my shoot, I sometimes get frustrated because I know he knows lighting, but he doesn't see it through my angle. Mm-hmm. He'll be somewhere else. He'll be like a few feet away from me. And then if I tell him, can you move over? And then he'll be like, I know what I'm doing. And I was like, yeah, I know you know what you're doing, but you're not doing it the way I want to. And then I get frustrated. Mm. So if you're trying to assist, come with like an attitude of an empty cup. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) You are not looking through the photographer's point of view. So don't think and don't say, I know what I'm doing. Just don't ever. With that attitude, I'll be like, okay, fine. You know what? Whatever. What? I'd be like. But once we get home, I'll be like, can you like not do that? And like, I would tell him that I want to like tell him how pissed I was. But I also don't want to be like, I don't want to like hurt your feelings because you're my husband. But like the way I feel, like if I pay someone to do this, like to assist me, I can tell them, okay listen to what i want (laughs) that makes sense i think yeah battling that within a personal relationship Mm -hmm. is like if aaron ever would have said that i probably would just be like let me see this (laughs) grab it from his hands point it and just be like like this don't move let me see your hand and then just that's what i need don't care if you know how to hold up a five in one okay <laughs> I'm such an ass sometimes. <laughs> no, I think it, but it, it shows that we're serious about our jobs. When it comes to this, when it comes to like photography, I'm very serious. Like, I don't want you to mess up my shoot. I don't want you to mess up my shot because of your incompetence. Well, our job is to make somebody feel comfortable, yeah. to make somebody feel confident and bold and embrace who they are and then sell some products mm-hmm. that make them feel confident and be who they are. And so it's our job to make them feel uplifted and elevated and and almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Contrary so. to popular belief, once we shoot, we can't go back time. No, <laughs> Photoshop doesn't do everything. No. We wish that Photoshop could have done like a 3D pan when I photo or took that photo so then I can get a different angle of the head, Mm -hmm. but that's not it. No, that's not it. It doesn't work like that. So the message of today's podcast. Communication. Communication. That's so important. Who knew? Yeah. I've heard so much about that recently. Who knew communication? Y'all know how to talk. It's like something that I always tell Zoe. Use your words. She's coming in and mama bearing us. <laughs> yeah, so we just want to optimize your confidence as a photographer, as a model, and kind of gain that insight. So I hope that was helpful in any way or another. It was quite a ramble. It was quite yeah. unplanned, but I thought it was fun. It was, yeah. I, and I love talking about this. Yeah, this is what we love. This yeah. is our dream. Yeah. So thanks for being here with us. Hold up. Wait a minute. (laughs) That was so dumb. (laughs) Photographers, this one could be for you. 
this is more for us, but it very well could be for you. Model is same. We don't know what it's like to live as a model, but we know that we're trying our best in order to communicate with you. If you have any comments you'd like to add from any past episodes or this one today, know that your voice is being seen and heard. Send them our way. We want to know how you work, what you need as a model or client, or even as a listener. Know we love you and enjoy your Friday, you badass creature. Today's affirmation is, I can hold both contentment and ambition in my heart. I have gratitude for everything that has brought me to this moment. And I have the courage to pursue new hopes and dreams. Stay safe. Stay sexy. Wild baby. Oh, we're so cute. (laughs) You like your cupcakes and sprinkles? Yeah. What else? That was a good cupcake. (laughs) 